Lioness podcast with me, your host, Jane Lyon. I'm coming at you with another solo organic flow episode today. Um, Man, you guys, there is so much energy flowing right now. Do you feel it? So much energy flowing right now. So much inspiration, so many thoughts, so many ideas, just looking forward to so much, just feeling in this, you know, this really creative energy. And at the same time, like, kind of feeling exhausted, like kind of in a good way. But, you know, I've been home from Rio for a week and a couple of days now, and it's it's been an adjustment and I didn't really give myself time to adjust. Normally when I spend a month in another country, I give myself like at least five days of doing nothing when I get home so that I can sleep and just allow my body to readjust back to where I am. Airplanes are terrible for you. And I wasn't, I feel like I wasn't in that different of a time zone, but I am just surprised at what a roller coaster it's been. The day after I got home, I got right back to work and it's been great, you know? Like I have so much fresh energy to come home to and I just wanted to keep working. I I love what I do. And every day has kind of felt like a roller coaster of like I have so much energy and I'm doing all of this and that and and then like all of a sudden I crash. And it hasn't been at a like pattern either. I can't seem to <laughs> to figure it out, but I just have to give myself the time to keep adjusting back to the space. And at the same time, I'll just circle back to the energy that's on the planet right now. Like, do you feel it? It feels like winter is coming to an end. We have we have February on the horizon. Here in Salt Lake, it's been really, really sunny. Like my office has been sunny and too hot every day and kind of feels like summer and yeah that's just how I'm feeling these days that's how you know that's how I'm feeling since I've been home yes I'm tired yes there's been an adjustment but man I am feeling like I'm on this planet to do some work and I'm doing the work and it feels fucking great you guys I spent so many hours this week in the Akashic realm giving readings and, you know, working with my one-on-ones and teaching my yoga classes. And it just feels so good to be in this place. Truly, it is alignment. And we throw that word around a lot. And I think a, a big part of my intention today is exploring what that means, alignment. Um, because when I think of alignment, I literally think of my energy centers, my chakras that run through my body, are energetically aligned and that's why I feel like life force is flowing through me effortlessly and everything I want to do I just create it and then it's there and I feel pretty powerful in the most divine of ways I feel like the way I commune with the planet and with the earth is on a level that I never knew that I could experience. And I had this reading yesterday. Shout out to my homegirl, Erin, if you are listening. (laughs) But, oh man, this woman, I love reading her records. Like, we get pumped up. And I just want to share a message that I've been receiving without sharing what happened in her reading, but this this message that really sunk into my bones that, because you know, when I'm giving readings, I get to be in that healing too. I get to feel the unwinding. I get to receive the lesson because I'm just there as the observer. I'm just there as the observer channeling. And what I left that meeting or that session with is this deep knowing that life is supporting life and I am supporting life and so life will support me. And the universe, the earth, has so much abundance that we're being taken care of. And oh my God, this book that I have been reading, Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari, he is just one of my favorite writers 
journalists, I think I would call him, of this time. And oh my gosh, you guys, before we started having this scarcity mindset of fearing that there wouldn't be enough, that when we saw a few wheat seeds just on the, on the side of a trail make just a few, you know, handfuls of wheat, and we thought, well, what if I could work really hard to grow more of that wheat in case something happens and I can feed my children? As I'm reading this book, which is just about the history of, of Homo sapiens, which is, which is the genus and the species that we are, we were, when we were hunter-gatherers, when we were foragers, we were living chill lives. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say that they weren't hard, right? Like, being a hunter-gatherer was a completely different world that we, we, we really don't know that much about. But what we do know is that our bodies were created to be hunter-gatherers, to be able to climb up a tree and pick apples or to be able to run away from a bear, to be able to find seeds and nuts that would keep us healthy and to eventually learn to cook our own food and to store food and to hunt. That's what our body was made for. And the rise of slip discs and arthritis and spinal problems came with the agricultural revolution when we started using our bodies to work the land. And as we became farmers and we had we started occupying land, we started having wars with other farmers, with other farming communities saying, no, this is our land. We have to till the soil for our people to keep everyone alive. Meanwhile, populations are booming, and so are infectious diseases, because humans are starting to settle into close quarters together and start to control the ecology around them. Instead of allowing the divine magic of this planet Earth to provide for them, hunter-gatherers were healthier, stronger, more attuned to nature. They were getting more nutrition than pretty much everyone in history after them. They were getting more nutrition, more diversity in their diet. So, you know, reading this book, I love reading books like this. It's, it's historical. It's research-based. A lot of people may be bored with it. But the more that I can understand the human species, the better of a guide and a teacher that I can be. And as I'm reading this book... I'm feeling this really deep reminder once again that life is supporting life and that I am supporting life and so life will support me. And I don't have to be afraid and I'm not. I don't, I've never been at this place in my life where I'm just like, I am so taken care of. What do I want to do with all these resources that are just flowing towards me? What can I do to support my life so that I can support more life? And with this comes this, this deep sense of energetic alignment. So I have been throwing the word alignment around a lot lately um, because I have launched my next group program, Sanctuary 2.0. It is now a 14-week program of getting your shit together, getting your life together, getting your your life in order, getting yourself into energetic alignment through the work of the chakras so that you can know how, learn how, and begin to embody this integrated flow, this alignment with the universe. And it's becoming more and more clear to me that the work I'm here to do is really to deeply master my understanding of the chakras, the energy centers, how they interplay with our life, our body, our biology, our spirit, our mind, and the way that we connect with the universe and this planet. And 
I love this work (laughs) because I really feel like it encompasses everything, everything. And it's really hard to like say that because it's like, how did you come up with everything? The chakras hold all the wisdom. Just like, just like the ether and the akash holds all the wisdom. I'm so excited to share this in a group offering now because I have been only offering sanctuary one-on-one for the last year. And I brought 15 amazing young women through this program and just, I got to watch up front the, like, the magic, truly, like, There is some sort of energetic attunement in this program that I guess I programmed into it. (laughs) That truly, I watch, I have watched so many young, incredible women who come to me saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know my direction. I don't have a job, or I don't like my job, or I'm ready to leave my job, or it's good, but I'm born. I have my degree. (laughs) I... I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, in three months, not only are you going to know what you're doing, it's all going to be happening. It's all going to be happening. And that's something I'm sure of because I've just watched it happen in each, in each time I've done this. And, you know, there's, there's the people who just really take the program for everything that it's worth and just show up so fully and really see the deep transformation happen. And then, you know, so kind of like when I'm reading the Akashic Records, this program isn't me. It's something that came through me that I channeled. And obviously, it's also backed on like the thousands of books that I read a year. Like the amount of books that I've read on the chakras, I... I would have to line those all up, actually. That may be good to share with you guys so that you can start kind of studying yourself because one of the things that I love the most about the chakras is that it is an intuitive journey. We all get to interpret these energies in our own way, and that's something that I learned in the studying that I was doing. And so sanctuary is my interpretation of the chakras, And the most widely referenced anybody, I think the only reference I make in the whole program is Carolyn Mays, who is an incredible medical intuitive. She wrote Anatomy of the Spirit and she wrote Sacred Contracts and probably much of many other books I haven't read yet. Um, But she is someone that I reference because I think that she has such an incredible hold on the way that the chakra systems work and the way that they interplay with just about everything that we're doing. Everything. So today, I wanted to kind of offer you guys like a mini sanctuary class on the chakras and really share with you kind of what goes into this work and so that maybe if you feel that inspiration, that, that call, like I'm meant to be in this, you know, sanctuary group offering. It's, it's pretty exciting to already see the women that are signing up and feeling into the energy of this group. It's a very fresh energy and I really, really like that. And I want to say that men are welcome to sign up too. <laughs> Just happens to always be women, but... It feels important to say that. Men and anyone who doesn't identify as either. We love to have you. All queer fam are always, always welcome and safe in my programs. And so speaking of queer fam, let's just start. Let's just start this off with the rainbow. The rainbow. There is not a lot of rainbow in the marketing for Sanctuary because I think that that's a really big... How can I say this? There's nothing wrong with it. I love the rainbow. I love the symbol of the rainbow. There was so much wisdom in the symbology of the rainbow. But I feel like when people think of chakras, they think of a rainbow and the symbols and the lotus flowers and 
And I, and I don't feel like it gets much further than that. And that's kind of what I don't appreciate. Because, yes, the first step to working on your chakras is meditating on them. And if you haven't gotten my chakra cheat sheet already that has a guided meditation on the chakras and an outline of all of them with journaling prompts so that you can actually start doing the work that we do in Sanctuary, message me right now, send me a DM, and I will send it over to you. Or you can email me and I will send it over to you, okay? So that really is the first way. And the thing about the rainbow is that it is a Western concept, which again, nothing wrong with it. Anadea Judith, who was kind of one of the first Western teachers to teach about the chakras, uh, Wheels of Light was probably the first book I ever read on the chakras. Um, It has come to my knowledge that she is kind of the first one to put that into a rainbow format so that we can understand it. But again, the symbology of the rainbow is beautiful, and I think that that's great. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that it takes away from the wisdom that's actually there. And that's what I'd like to get into today. By the time you're done with sanctuary, you will know what every single chakra means, just right off the top of your head. And you will notice in your life when you feel an imbalance in your body and you will be able to say, this is a solar plexus thing. And I'm assuming you will open up the sanctuary portal, you will go to the solar plexus module and you will review it and you will ask yourself, okay, what's left here for me to explore or what else has arisen for me to explore? Because this work of alignment This work of going through the chakras and consciously aligning them, it doesn't end. And this is why I really think that Sanctuary is the only transformational program that you need because you can keep coming back to this work, this program, over and over and over again and it's going to hit different. I can, I can tell you that personally because I'm teaching this program every day. So I'm living it, right? Like I am living it. And the beauty of working with so many one-on-ones a day is that, again, just like in my readings, I'm being reminded. And my students are always reflecting back in me the work that I need to do on myself. And this work never ends. And my students will tell you, oh, we go back, we go back. But even better, and this is what Carolyn Mays taught me, is that when we really integrate this wisdom into our wisdom body, into our knowing, as healers, teachers, guides, coaches, whoever you are, friends, sisters, lovers, it's so incredible once this wisdom is in you, how much you can help others. And that as an energy worker, as a Reiki practitioner, and a yoga teacher, and then also in the Akashic Records, you see these energy patterns so clearly. I can feel them in your body. If I have worked hands-on on you, I can feel that energy. And you can probably feel me trying to pull it all downward into the earth and then spiraling it all back up through the top of the head. So yes, meditating on the energy centers is very important and visualizing them as colors and light is also very, very impactful on our well-being. And it doesn't have to be a rainbow. That's the thing. In Buddhism, it's totally different colors. You could have them all be rainbow colors. You could have them all be one color, you know? And this is where I bring up the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. His, his latest book, um, Becoming Supernatural, really talks a lot about what he calls blessing the energy centers and visualizing light there and having miraculous healing experiences. And so that's something that we do in Sanctuary, but, oh baby, you are doing the work. You're doing the work. 
So let's get into it one by one, shall we? The first chakra is the root chakra. And it is, it lives where your body touches the earth when you're sitting on the ground. So right now I'm sitting cross-legged. My sit bones are touching the ground. My legs, my knees, my feet, my hips. Um, the root chakra, it's pretty much hips down, but it is placed three inches below the tailbone, okay? Right in the anal gland is where the root chakra lives. And that is our connection to the earth. That is our connection to our home. That is our connection to our tribe. That is our connection to our nation. It is our connection to our body. And everything I just said is all just different words for home, for groundedness, for rootedness. And so we start there because a lot of what I see is spiritual people <laughs> being too spiritual. This was me for so many years, so many years. <clears throat> a lot of us who are spiritual, who just feel that natural, you know, all humans are spiritual, right? You guys know that. But for those of us that feel really tapped into that and really, you know, predisposed, um, that's usually because our sixth and seventh chakras are very, very open. And so we can be very head in the clouds, you know, lost in the daydream, spacey. We prefer to hang out in the 5D, meditating, listening to music. And the issue is that we're not very grounded. We are, you know, looking for healing in our amethyst crystals. And we are, you know, doing all the things that we can to ascend. We're reading our tarot cards, we're burning sage, and yet you are not grounded. And this was me for so long. I could not figure out how to ground. And the way that was that was showing itself in my life was that I, I didn't know how to take care of my home space. I didn't feel comfortable at home. I didn't like the people around me. I didn't feel comfortable in my family. I could not feed myself. <laughs> like I could not feed myself. And the food that you're eating is of the earth. And that's your connection to the planet. Remembering our hunter-gatherer ancestors. And so for some people, when they start chapter one, grounding the root chakra, they're like, holy shit, I have so much work to do. Like, oh my God, I don't have it together at all. And I'm here saying, that's okay. We're going to get this stuff together because once you get this foundation down of feeling rooted, grounded, and deeply connected to the earth, I promise you, the rest is going to be a downhill upward spiral, baby. And of course, that's what I have seen time after time. And then of course, there's the people who go through chapter one and they're just like, um, what? I'm bored. Like, I, like they're already grounded. They're tapped in. And that's when I say, beautiful. We've got a strong foundation. Now we can start ascending into the higher planes. So yeah, um, grounding, your connection with the earth. So, so, so important. Very, very important step one. So we start that step one. And, you know, I've got a pretty complete protocol that really, um, the way the program is designed is that you... Well, I've been doing it one-on-one -on -one for so long, so I've been analyzing my students, but I'm creating it so that you can analyze yourself, and then, of course, we're going to have, um, okay, so we'll have, in chapter one, if we were, say, where we're beginning today, I would go into a very, you know, deep lecture on the root chakra, and what we have are just some, some ways to analyze where your energy needs to be worked on within that chakra. And by the end of the lecture, it will be very clear to you what you need to work on. 
And then the next week at our next meeting, because we spend two weeks on each chakra, we'll be having an embodiment practice. So we'll be having a grounding practice. I'll start teaching you energy healing, doing yourself Reiki practice. And then we'll have some time for Q&A so that if you need more help being analyzed, um, if you have specific questions about your you know, balance and your journey, we can all, not just me, but all of us, we can support you. And that's the beauty of creating the community. And a big part of the root chakra is your tribe. And so being able to bring people together and actually watch them become friends. I've done so many group programs where I have found some of my best friends that I have today. It is so amazing to have that weekly sangha to connect with and to receive support from and to just be, you know, in love with. Okay, so then moving on. Chapter two, activate. That is our sacral chakra module. So the sacral chakra is in front of the sacral joint, right? So at the bottom of your spine, you have the sacral joint. It's in front of the sacral joint. In the space between the hips, the pleasure centers, the womb space, and the genitals, okay? And let me tell you, the energetics of the of the sacral chakra, this, this is usually the most triggering chapter for my students because the energetics of the sacral chakra are all in one. They're all connected. We have sexuality, creativity, money and finances, talent, career, skills, intimate relationships, the way you share yourself, the way you connect with the world. So when we're creative, when we're in our sensuality, when we're in our sexuality, when we are in that magnetic state, when we are pulling money in, when we are giving money, when we are in that financial flow, when we are feeling that abundance, when we are feeling that creativity, like we're just on these, in these creative flows, when we're feeling so connected to the people around us and to our romantic partner especially, that is when the sacral chakra is flowing and open. And I think this is my favorite chapter to give homework on because there's lots of different homeworks to explore depending on where you feel out of alignment there. So then, of course, in week two of that module, we'll have an embodiment practice and another Q&A. So this is kind of the way that it's outlined. I'll be, you'll be getting meditations to work on every day. You're going to be setting up your own daily practice that's yours. And I'm just kind of guiding the way. I've got this sanctuary um, kind of daily practice for you, but you get to build around it and you get to build what feels best to you and, and share that with us and support each other in building these, these daily rituals that really help you get to where you want to be. So okay, there's more coming in around the sacral chakra that wants to that really wants to be shared right now. The sacral chakra is called activate. That chapter is called activate because it's where we activate your power. And this is where we explore the archetype of the victim very deeply. Because so many of us are living disempowered lives and we are not even awake to it. We're not even aware of it. And in this chapter, right, the, the womb space, the pleasure centers, the place where women especially have so much power. This is where the power dynamics of oppression and domination and betrayal, addiction, all of that comes in. We have to, as women especially, learn to step into our power, to activate the sacral chakra, to be living in that power. That's how we start running the world again, babes. <laughs> And during those two weeks, I give you the assignment that everything you come up against is an opportunity to step more fully into your power. And of course, I'm, I'm guiding you and I'm giving you all of the tools that you need to figure that out. Chapter three is embody because it is the solar plexus, the solar plexus. The solar plexus is right in the belly, 
right in the belly. And it represents so much of just how you show up in the world. Your self-esteem, your confidence, your, your guts, your knowing in who you are, and, and being proud of that. And that, that actually has always been the hardest one for me personally. The solar plexus is usually where we start to feel anxiety. And it usually is where we feel our deepest insecurities about ourselves in the belly. And it's interesting because a lot of girls tell me that they have a problem with their actual belly, you know? So, ooh, there is a lot of energy there. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see what surprises I have for the embodiment chapter. But, of course, we will do our higher self-avatar practice. Um, and, yeah, and, and really, really help each other work through that one. Um, and one of the pieces of homework that I give you in that chapter is to introduce yourself to the world. To say, this is who I am. Hi, I'm Jane, and this is me. This is me who I am today right now. And I am loving this person. I'm all about this person. I'm my own biggest cheerleader. Um, so yeah, then we move on to chapter four, which I called Heal. Heal, because the healing that we're looking for is actually happening in the heart chakra. That's where it's happening. Chapter four is called Heal. And this is probably the second most triggering chapter where the work can be very hard. But this is, you know, if there was only one heart, if there was only one chakra that I could teach for the rest of my life, it would be the heart chakra. And I know that my work would be complete. If we did a whole program on just this, I know that it would change many lives and it would change the frequency of this planet. The heart chakra is the most potent force, I believe. That's what I believe. And that when we are talking about healing, we're talking about healing the wounds of the heart. Our hearts, our heart chakras are covered in these samskaras, these, these energetic knots, these wounds from the people, the events, the places, the memories that have hurt us, that have wounded us. And it is a very, very important, imperative practice in this path to do that healing work. And it doesn't have to be arduous. It doesn't have to be painful. And if there's anything that I feel very masterful at, it's guiding you through that healing. And of course, this is where we do the compassion practice. And I have added a, a component to the compassion practice that is called the forgiveness list. And it's actually pulled right out of the 12 steps. I believe it's step four, but I haven't really checked on that in a really long time. So I feel like I want to check and make sure it's step four, but it's when you make amends. And in the 12 steps, you know, for addicts who were living very chaotic lives, right? I, I wasn't an addict, but I was living a very chaotic life um, <laughs> before I joined this path. So I think everyone can do this step. I think everyone could do all 12 steps, actually. But we're doing seven steps. This is a chakra program. <laughs> but really, this idea of making amends and making your forgiveness list and writing out every single person, institution, place, that hurt you in the past, not in a victim-y way, but like owning it, like, yeah, I've been telling myself some stories about the pain that's there, you know, like that person really hurt me, when I think of them, it pisses me off, man, <laughs> that's okay, that's beautiful, and we work through that, and we do a lot of forgiveness work, and a lot of healing of the heart, and some people tell me like, I hate this part, and other people tell me, like, wow, I feel like I have been opened up. 
And there is something incredible that happens when you feel the heart chakra literally open. You feel this portal open. And you feel a connection with other human beings that is beyond words, that you can't describe. And this desire to forgive, it it really comes over you. And not everyone's ready by the time we get to chapter four, but we begin the work. And we remind ourselves that we're doing this work for our whole lives, you guys. I'm still healing my heart. I'm still forgiving. I'm still praying for those who have hurt me. And a big component of that work is owning all the people that I hurt. Really owning all the things that I did wrong. And that has been some crazy deep and difficult work. (laughs) Okay, sip of my tea. There is this new brand of tea that's in the grocery stores. Like, tea from grocery stores is just, like, not that great. But, you know, I'm just not always – I'm not hanging out in apothecary 24-7 anymore. Um, But there's this great brand called Tea Pigs, and they have this licorice peppermint tea that, like, steeps in 30 seconds, and it's so strong and delicious. I am addicted to it. So (laughs) I thought I would share that with you. Um, tea pigs, great tea brand. Anyways, let's, oh, you know, I think that, that that actually was perfectly aligned because licorice and peppermint are very good for the throat. And as I've been home from a tropical paradise and coming home to high elevation, freezing, smoggy, dry AF Salt Lake City, you can really hear that raspiness in my voice that is (laughs) happening. So licorice and peppermint are super good for your throat. And we are on chapter five now, align, which is the throat chakra. So a lot of us think that the throat chakra is about like being able to talk and express myself. Like I have a podcast, so I have a super open throat chakra. Not really. Like, yes, it definitely is about being able to express yourself and speak up and stand up for yourself and use your voice. It also is about using your voice to heal your body. So I say this a lot, maybe not enough, but one of the best energy healing practices that you can do for your body, for your nervous system, I I can't believe I didn't mention this last week, is singing, is singing, you guys. Whether it's kirtan, whether you're chanting mantra, or whether you are driving in your car, blasting Led Zeppelin, and singing along, because that's the kind of healing you need. That's the kind of healing I really like. That's the kind of healing. I actually gave one of my students the other day, shout out sister, the advice, Next time you get angry, get in your car, turn on loud music that you can sing along to. If it needs to be metal, make it metal. Rap, hip-hop, Broadway, musical, whatever you need. Drive around in your car and sing your fucking heart out until you feel that you have moved the anger through you, and then you can go back home. That's something that I do, but Zeppelin is my go-to. And usually after like a few, I'm good. I'm good. I can go home and I can feel like the energy has moved through me. So this is what I love about kirtan and vocal toning, sound baths. We really learn about vibration and frequency in this chapter. Oh, it's such a good chapter. It's, oh, it's, there's, there's so much more to the throat chakra. Like it, there really is such deep wisdom here. And the reason why I called this chapter a line is because this, the throat chakra is actually where alignment happens, right? So we grounded, we activated the power, we started embodying our highest self, we started healing the heart. And once we get to the heart or the throat, then we can feel that alignment start to click. And that is because this is what I have heard from my 15 graduates. 
Jane, we're at the throat chakra. It's clicking. I feel it. Everything's aligning. That that job that I wanted that I didn't even know I wanted when we started the program has been offered to me. Or like this thing that I wanted to create, it's 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 actually happening. Like I'm feeling the alignment. And there's so much to say about the throat chakra, but I think the most important thing that I want you to know, if you know anything about the throat chakra, it is about integrity. Integrity. So when you are speaking, are you speaking truthfully and honestly? Are you speaking kind words or are you gossiping about others? Are you speaking poorly about others? Are you speaking poorly about yourself? Are you speaking negatively? Are you complaining? All of your words hold a very strong frequency and vibration that create the world that you see around you. But it goes deeper than that because it's about walking the talk. It really is. This is where I think, am I walking my talk? Am I the person that I say I am? Am I the person that I want to be? And I think the, the best journaling reflection to, to, to get your throat chakra into balance would be to sit down and ask yourself, okay, I'm going to comb over the last day or two. And I'm going to ask myself in every moment of the day, was I in integrity with my highest self? Am I in integrity with my highest self? So this can be, for example, when I say I'm not going to drink tonight and then I go and I drink three bottles or whatever, (laughs) three bottles. And then I go and I drink, right? You're like, damn, that was not an integrity. I, I said I wasn't going to and then I totally did. Or when we, you know... Oh, this is this is a very small energetic that I've been really trying to catch myself in. I walk into my bathroom at the end of the day and it's a fucking mess. There's makeup everywhere. There's products everywhere. It's just, you know, it's a girl's bathroom. And I go, clean this up, Jane. And then a voice goes, you can clean it up tomorrow. No. <laughs> I want to stop myself in those moments when I say, meh, I'll do it tomorrow. No. You will clean this now. It's going to take you 30 fucking seconds and you will feel better and you will feel more in integrity with yourself. And this is really about, you know, it is not my job to tell you what's in integrity for you. If, you know, having a messy room doesn't feel out of integrity for you, that's fine. What is in integrity for you? What are your values? And by this time, you have done so much values work, which you will you will learn what that is in sanctuary, what values work is, that you will you will be like, oh, 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 it will kind of hurt. You'll be like, oh, I, I see where I'm out of integrity. Damn. I see it. And here's the thing. This is why I love this journaling prompt so much, you guys. When I feel like things are not aligning for me, things are not flowing for me. You know, like I'm getting a lot of bumps in the road, a lot of stop signs. I ask myself, okay, where am I out of integrity? Where is it? And I'll sit down and I will comb through my days. And I will see like, well, you're not doing this. And you know that's important. Or you're not taking care of yourself when you know you should be. These little things, right? You've been gossiping a lot. You've been angry at this person. You need to let that go. You find where you're out of integrity and it's this perfect little energetic where you just boop, beep, boop, and you're back and you're in alignment again and you feel good about yourself again. The throat chakra is a lot about willpower. It really is a lot about willpower. Discipline, being able to do what you say you're going to do and living a life of integrity. So, there's, yeah, there's so much there. There's so much there. And what, what is interesting is that this is all going from gross to subtle, right? So 
the, the energies are getting more and more subtle as we go upward. When we're grounding, we're literally, when we're in the root chakra, we're, we're literally talking about your physical space. We're literally creating sanctuary around you so that you can start experiencing it within you as we work our way up into the more subtler realms. So the heart, right? Healing the heart, that's a very subtle energy, even though it feels quite dense. Once we get to the throat, even more subtle. And then we get to chapter six. Awaken the third eye chakra. And this is really, really fun because this, the third eye is where we start unlocking our intuitive gifts, right? Our healing hands, our gifts of sight, clairvoyance, telepathy, whatever that is. I'm not saying that all of a sudden you're, all of you are going to be like reading each other's minds, but it's when we start practicing tapping into our intuition. We learn about intuition. We talk about intuition a lot. I give you some little things to work on. And then my favorite part is that A, I am going to be giving a group Akashic Records reading actually for the first time, which is wild. I will be giving a group Akashic Records reading to everybody that's in sanctuary together. We will be having a collective reading. And in that reading, you'll all be attuned to your records. And so you'll all be in there with me exploring. And if you see anything or feel anything or hear anything, you're welcome to share that with the group and we can have this beautiful collective experience. It's so powerful to have readings in a group. Um, but not only will we have that incredible bonding experience of being in each other's records together, in the Akashic field together, you will be given the opportunity to open your own records and to explore them on your own and to continue down that path of work with me if you'd like to. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I'm really excited about that because also by this time, I will. my plan is to have you pretty well trained up on your own Reiki self-healing practice. So not only are you going to be activating your healing hands, but also you're going to get to open the Akashic Records. And these are the ways that I have found that I have been able to tap more into the gifts that I have to share. And maybe you're not coming into sanctuary with the intention of, you know, having gifts to share or becoming a healer or a guide. You, you don't have to have those intentions, but I want you to just remember the divinity that you are and to have this communion with the universe, with God, with the planet, whatever you want to call it, in the, in the deep, in the deep way that I do. I want you to feel that. I want you to feel so taken care of by the universe the way that I do. I want to share that with you. And when you feel that tapped in because you have opened your third eye, and there, there's, again, there's so much more to the third eye, seeing all perspectives at once, zooming out to see the bigger perspective, opening your mind to all truths at once. Ah, there's so much there. There's so much there. And we love a person with an open third eye. We love it. <laughs> oh, because so much suffering is relieved when we can awaken the third eye and see all truths at once. Oh my God, it's beautiful. So finally... In Sanctuary, it's we do the six chapters together, and then for chapter seven, I send you off with a video, and you explore on your own. And that was just, you know, that was just something that I decided to do when I first designed this program. And now I've decided, no, we're going to stay together through that 14th week. And we're going to complete the crown chakra. Ooh, it's just like almost like saying crown chakra. You feel that opening at the top of the head. And so the root chakra connects us to the earth, right? The crown chakra connects us to the universe, the galaxies, the, the sky and the stars, the field around us whatever that is. And, and I guess, you know, when I originally designed Sanctuary, when I was a much younger version of myself, I 
I, I felt like I didn't want to get involved in that aspect, you know, but I'm not getting involved in any way. This is just all direct wisdom that I'm, that I'm bringing through to you and, and you contemplate it on your own. You decipher it for yourself. You find the wisdom that you need to discover. And so this is, you know, I call it integrate, the crown chakra, because of course we are finally feeling that full circle. We are activating the toroidal field when we have opened up the crown. And the toroidal field is responsible for free energy. So if you've heard of the work of Nikola Tesla, he created this machine that activated the toroidal field that brought us free energy. And guess what? He was murdered. <laughs> because this is very powerful energy to tap into. And they, without sounding too conspiracist, they don't want us to have access to this free energy. But we can create it with our bodies. And we can become masterful creators through the toroidal field. So once we have opened and activated that crown chakra, then we are not only in communion with the earth, but we are in communion with the universe. And we are beautifully representing the hybrid that humans are, which is both divine and earthly human. So that's where we'll have our closing ceremony and, you know, just come together and complete our exploration. And I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited to take you guys through this. And, you know, today, I really hope that you received some bites of inspiration out of this. I hope that you are, you know, maybe you can go listen again and take notes and reflect. If you have my um, my chakra cheat sheet, if you don't, just DM me. I'll send it to you. You can, you know, print it out and take notes as you're listening to this podcast. And uh, you can really start looking through this on your own, doing this work with yourself. But of course, if you're feeling the courage, truly the bravery, the boldness of investing in yourself and joining us down this path, I welcome you with open, loving, and warm arms. We are going to be together for about a hundred days. In a hundred days, everything can transform. Everything can change. Not only when you give your deep intention, when you invest in yourself, when you put your energetic hard-earned money down to invest in yourself, to be a part of this community, to receive these codes and to go deep with yourself to find that that deeper that deeper experience with yourself that deeper knowing that deeper connection that we're all craving and then you step into this portal of all of these like-minded souls this amazing tribe of people of women around you that want to support you on the journey and that you get to support, that we all get to do this together. I'm going to be working this program with you. I don't just give the program. I'm working it with you. And when we can share what we're going through, when we can share what we're experiencing, it becomes medicine for everybody. And I just have this feeling that this is going to be so much more potent than any one-on-one -on -one offering I could create because it won't just be me guiding you it will be all of us it will be so beautiful so if you're listening to this there are only three days left to get the early bird pricing on sanctuary on february 1st that early bird closes so if you get your application in on february 1st you will still get the early bird price you're going to save so much more money you're going to be so much happier with that and you're going to get to start to get ready. You're going to get to start to connect with the other people who have already signed up. And, you know, 
get yourself ready because as soon as you sign up, I send you homework immediately. I'm like, we don't have time to waste. Here's this, here's this, here's this. Get started on it. We'll see you on February 22nd, 2022. That will be our first meeting. So if you're feeling called, like, send me a message. Let's talk about it. When you apply, and I'll put the link to apply in the notes of the show, when you apply, you're actually booking a free 30-minute coaching call with me where we get on the call and I'm just going to ask you, so why do you want to do this program? What are you going through? Talk to me. Let's get to know each other. And so if everything I'm saying to you, you know, in the call, you're like, this isn't resonating, you know, you can be like, yeah, never mind. (laughs) But what's going to happen is that we're going to get to connect and we're going to get to vibe and we're going to get to flow and we're going to have 30 minutes to just chit chat on the phone. And I can just give you that one-on-one time to hear what you're going through, what you need, and and honestly tell you if Sanctuary is going to be a good fit for you and prepare you for what to expect, okay? And also, if finances is a concern, I'm making this as accessible as possible. You know me. We got, we got all the payment plans, baby, okay? And if you are a Sanctuary grad, first of all, if you're a Sanctuary grad and you're still listening, I love you because that shows me that you're, you're still learning, you're not like, oh, I did sanctuary. I know all of that. Babe, I have learned so much more about this work since we've finished our work, whoever you are. Like, I am learning more about this work every day. Every book I read, the wisdom expands. Even the Sapiens book, he's not talking about the chakras, but I am expanding my understanding so much. So, sanctuary grads, if you're listening, I am inviting you to come and join us for another round. I'm giving you a 50% off rate because you've already invested in the program. You've already done the work, but I want you to be able to have the experience to go through it again and, and experience the updated one because you'll see that it's, it's, it's very different than the original program. And also to be connected to the sanctuary community that we're building because I'm realizing that I need to get all of you grads together, like in a room, because we're all sisters, you know? We all have a deep connection, and it's not just me. It's our souls that all agreed to be in the same space. Ah, I am like feeling everyone's energy so strongly right now. If you're listening and you're feeling like you're supposed to be here, like, wow, I just... I'm feeling so many presences around me right now. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to find out who you are, learn your name, hear your voice, talk to you, find out what I can do to support you and help you. I love this work so much. It really doesn't get old. It doesn't. It's always interesting. And I'm so, so, so grateful for you. I'm so grateful. So before I get into any more of my fluttery seventh chakra, I just want to go over the logistics. So this program is starting February 22nd, 2022. It's 14 weeks long. We will be having weekly calls on Zoom. Each call will probably be about 90 minutes just so that I feel like we have plenty of time to make sure that everybody is heard and supported. I have not chosen the time for the calls yet because I don't know how many groups we're going to have yet. I'm guessing there will be two groups, but if we can get everybody into one time zone, oh, that would be so nice. Um, I already have a European time zone and then a Pacific Standard time zone to account for. So this is usually how it goes. We have international people joining us, and so it's always a really fun game for me of figuring out the time zones. Um, So due to everyone who applies, that's how we will decide. And then um, in the Sanctuary Portal, you are going to get guided meditations from me, affirmation work, journaling prompts, all the resources that are in my original sanctuary program, you're going to get all of that. And then, of course, the live guided teachings that 
I will be supplying you. We're also going to have a little Telegram group chat where we can all connect with each other, support each other, you know, check in day to day throughout these 14 weeks. And I'm also offering an upgrade, um, an MVP. Is that what I want to call it? No. I'm also having an upgrade, just a little VIP upgrade, an Akashic upgrade, if you will, um, which is really just three extra one-on-one sessions with me. If you feel like you're still going to want some of that one-on-one space, maybe you just want to talk through some of the work. Maybe you want an Akashic Records reading. Maybe you want a private Reiki session. Maybe you want some business coaching or guidance on your healing work. Whatever it is, you'll get three extra open coaching sessions with me. So when you go into your application, you'll be able to kind of choose which option that you want. And um, yeah, we'll get on a call. We'll have a little chat. And then we will initiate the Sanctuary Sangha on 22222. We'll go for 14 weeks. And at the end of that 14 weeks, I can promise you, without a doubt, without a slightest hesitation, that you are going to be so deeply embodied in your highest self in a way that you could have never expected. And you will also have such a deep knowing of what is to come and how to keep doing this work and how to keep walking this path. And you'll not only have me as a new bestie, but you'll have however many new besties come, right? 10, 15, 20 new besties around the world that love you and support you. It's just, this program is such an amazing investment that you can make for yourself. And that's all I hear from my students is, I'm so glad that I chose to do sanctuary with you. I'm so glad. It was the best decision I made. So thank you all so much for honoring me. Thank you to all my grads who have sent me such beautiful testimonials. Even my devotion girls who got to be in my last group program. Thank you all. Because when you share, when you share, you're welcoming other people into this path too. You're giving a gift, you know? It's such a good gift to give. (laughs) So, yep, reach out to me if you need to be a part of this sangha. We, you know, we just opened doors like three or four days ago. So we're welcoming you all in. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love to hear what your takeaways were, what stood out to you. If you have questions about Sanctuary, reach out to me. I will answer all of them. Check out the gorgeous website that I made. I will link it in the show notes. Get your application in before February 1st. I repeat, get your application in before February 1st. You will save money and you will be happy about that. and take care of yourself have a beautiful day and remember that you truly are the creator here you are god you are with your mind and with your heart and with your energy you can create everything that you want and if you don't know how apply for sanctuary i will teach you everything i know everything it's all there and it is all encoded in the program. I can't wait to have you. Please share this episode with anyone who needs to hear it. Please post it to your stories. And if you would like to, you can go onto Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That would be amazing. I love you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day.